0: I've been really excited about
1: oh yeah like I didn't even need to watch the movie but I did anyways.
0: (laughs) I didn't watch the movie until today
1: oh that's I finished it this morning yeah
0: yeah me too and it was one of those things where I remembered everything yeah I I quoted it was a quote along for me sure
1: yeah have you ever read ready player one yeah yeah so it's like that scene where he has to do war games or whatever and he just says like the whole movie like that would (laughs) have been this Especially Frank. Frank's the easiest though. Hard <laughs>
0: let's return calls. <laughs> God bless.
1: So good. And the best part is they gave BD Wong the most American accent yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. Weinstein, like well, like mean, dude. Weinstein, yes, but at the very end, like uh Oh Mazletov.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Mazletoff. <laughs>
1: Yes, yes, yes. So then you're like, where did this guy come from? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I guess let's go. Just go ahead and get started. I have fun. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, welcome everyone. Thank you all for joining us for listening. It's Brian Down, myself, just the two of us. This uh, this movie we're gonna do is definitely a, a one for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had the chance to do a movie that that both we we really enjoy. It's very similar to that thing you do, but the movie we're doing this week is father of the bride 1991 version not the 1950 version which i had remembered that there was that this was actually a remake but yes i've never seen the original i plan to watch that at some point i
1: believe the father is the same guy from 12 angry men yeah is that correct spencer Tracy? that's
0: right the film premiered on december 20th 1991 30 years ago bringing in 89 million dollars worldwide making it the ninth highest grossing film of 1991 wow and every movie ahead of it is like a okay yeah i get it okay really yeah, i get that's it. Yeah. shocking every movie on there is pretty much a banger of 91 but they're all set up to be that way you have like t2 hook mm. i want to say silence of the lambs was on there right, surprising wasn't
1: that a flop the the critics hated hook okay okay but it wasn't a flop. but it was not a flop okay financially
0: financially it was not a flop okay I think it's pretty safe to say that you
1: and I both absolutely love this movie. For sure. I mean, I put like you were like, what movie do you want to do this week? And it was it, I didn't even like look at the list. I was like, the one that I want to do, and when we picked movies, I was actually really excited because only you and I had picked this. So I knew this was gonna be like whenever nobody else could film, we were gonna do this. So right. you know. this
0: was one of those that very similar to that that thing you do. There's another one that we may or may not do in the coming stick weeks. It. Stick, stick it stick it. Stick it. I saw that. And I was like, oh my
1: gosh, let's do this.
0: Uh, but this is one. I knew we were going to do this one at some point. It's the 30th anniversary. This movie, obviously, it's not one of my top five all time favorite movies, but there's a nostalgia factor to this movie that puts it way up there for me. I absolutely love this movie. Sure. It's adorable. Sure. It's sweet. It makes you feel good. Yeah. About family. You know who Nancy Myers is, right? Okay, Nancy Myers, screenwriter, director. Classic Nancy Myers movie. Well, okay. Question of the week. Okay, this was just you and I. Sure. Top to bottom, is this Nancy Myers' best movie? Um, let, let me give you a few. Okay, good. What women want. Okay. Private Benjamin with Goldie Hawn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Irreconcilable Differences. Uh, that was when Drew, uh, Drew Barrymore was right after ET, so she was okay. really, really young. The Intern. Father of the Bride Part Two. Here's one that that may get you. The parent trap
1: with Lindsay Lohan. Oh my gosh. That one. Right? It's it's, it's up. We, there. Were, we were in eighth grade when that came right. out. She's and around our age. Exactly. So, and you were like Yeah. Eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> um The Holiday. Oh, I love that. a oh, super underrated.
0: Super, super underrated. underrated. Something's gotta give. Okay. And it's complicated. Okay. I was, top to okay. bottom. And, and what I mean by top to bottom is you take in story. Sure. Has it aged well? Sure. Um, is it timeless? Aside from it being adorable, mm-hmm. this movie to me is
1: timeless. Still relevant. And I will say this. It's almost like an indirect coming of age movie from the other perspective. The focus isn't the person coming of age. It's the older people dealing with the coming of age of the person that they still feel isn't of age. Right. Right. So that's why it's timeless because no matter what generation you're talking about, your parents are always going to think of you as kids. Right. I was probably 25 before my mom stopped asking me if I brushed my teeth that morning. (laughs) Like, (laughs) She's like, did you brush your teeth? Are you (laughs) eating? Yeah. Like God bless. Yes. Yes, mom. Thanks. What do you think? Top to bottom? As a parent now, I think it absolutely catapulted there before I might've said parent trap, but now that we're older, like to have that perspective, The idea of my son growing up, like getting married. And we'll talk about this more in depth. But like one of the like most moving part to me was when he's like, I'll never walk down the stairs and see her in her PJs and socks at Mm -hmm. the breakfast table. Oh, I have this tiny child in my house and I could just never not imagine him, you know, being a part of our lives in that capacity. I guess. Would you say
0: I'm an emotional person? Uh, You can be. Amanda doesn't feel that I'm emotional. She no, yeah, like you can be, but that's can. what I'm saying. It's 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 pick and choose with you. I don't, I don't, I don't cry in movies. There's no. there's been maybe one to two movies that I have legitimately had a tear rolling down my eye. Is it one of them, Rudy?
1: No. Never. Oh, although man. although that
0: that's that John
1: Favreau, I who's exactly, the wild man now. Everybody knows what scene we're talking about when we're talking about Are you crying? Like it's so when good. his dad cheers and his brother's happy too. And right. he's just like, Oh my oh. gosh. Yeah, I wish Antonio was
0: here because this is one of the movies I've actually seen more than suicide squad. I know he gives me shit for that, but mm. I've legitimately, I've seen this movie probably 30, 40 times. And one of the things that I realized in rewatching it for this episode was how I hadn't seen it in its entirety in a very mm. long time, very long time being about, 12 13 years
1: sure it's a tbs movie
0: right it is it it, it's a tbs It's legitimately a tbs movie you can go on hulu right now on tbs Mm -hmm. all access and it's it's available yeah but it's one of those movies that if you're flipping through channels and it's on you might stop and watch a scene or two in here and it just makes you feel good it's it's a mood changer sure but sitting down and saying i'm gonna watch father of the bride i probably haven't done since before we had the kiddo sure I would be a complete liar if I didn't say, as I was watching this movie and that monologue that you just mentioned, that's, Oh my God, there, there, there was this feeling of just my heart kind (laughs) of sank.
1: Cause in the end, it's not a joyous speech at the end. He's like, and I ached. Right. Which is, I think a very parent thing. Like, And again, your parents tell you when you're a kid that one day when you have kids, you'll understand. And I'll and I'm like, you have no idea what I feel or will ever feel (laughs) as a child. Absolutely. But now that you have kids, you're like, oh, my God, like it's just constant. Yeah. And then to have. Yeah. okay, we'll we'll get we'll get more into like the details of all those feelings. later. Let's just say it. Let's just say it now. I, okay, because I think
0: we're talking about the same scene and and we're jumping sure. way ahead. Yeah, but yeah. This was in, 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 you know, we always talk about some of our favorite quotes. I put in our outline, the wedding monologue. And what mm-hmm. that was is the voiceover. The Reverend says, who presents this woman? And he has the yes. freak out. He's like, ah, oh, do I say I do? And, and <laughs> we've all been there where we're like, oh shit, what was
1: I supposed to say? And that, it, and can we just say that that's terrifying? Yes. Like when your is. friends ask you to like be best man or something, and you got to give a speech, you're like, oh my God, like, because, you know, all eyes are
0: on you. Sure. He says, who presents this woman? This woman. Mm-hmm. But she's not a woman. She's just a kid and she's leaving us. I realized at that moment that I was never going to come home again and see Annie at the top of the stairs. Never going to see her again at our breakfast table in her nightgown and socks. I suddenly realized what was happening. Annie was all grown up and was leaving us. And something inside began to hurt. Yeah. Oh, uh, Even right yeah. now, reading that, I'm like, I... Yeah. I melted. Normally, when I get home on Fridays, I uh, I, I get I, I work out and then I come home and I see the kiddo before she goes to practice, and we record on Friday night. So I don't get a chance to really see her till after practice. I called her. I, I called <laughs> the kiddo, and I I wanted to talk for like just five minutes. Uh, going back to the question, Nancy, me- top to bottom, to me, I don't think it's the best top to bottom Nancy Myers movie. I would say it's number two. Name it. Something's got to give. Is really really good. I've never seen it. Oh my God. It's so good. It. It's another, it's that's Diane Keaton. Uh, it's, no, it's Diane Keaton, um, Jack Nicholson, Keanu Reeves. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, Amanda Pete, Amanda Pete. And okay, okay. Uh, who am I? Why am I drawing? I uh, Francis McDormand. Oh, okay. It, you can tell that this is a play written into a movie written in, and it's really funny how it's, it's a very meta movie, but I absolutely Love that movie. That is one of those movies along with this one that if it's on, I'll, I'll stop, and watch a couple scenes. This is going to be number two for me. So if I had okay. to rank, you know, top three, Nancy Myers movies, I would say something's got to give is gets a hundred points gotcha. and, and father of the bride gets 99.9. I mean, it, okay. it's right there. Sure. But father of the bride means the absolute most to me, probably out of all the movies that we've done on the fun table podcast, this movie on a personal level means the most to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember watching this with my dad all the time. I guess my dad would watch it with, I mean, it was obviously funny, but like, I I feel like he definitely felt a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And being like an immigrant father, you don't normally get that kind of like, you know, emotion, but you could just tell like he really felt for the guy. Oh, absolutely. And all
0: the time we lived together, did we ever watch this movie together? I don't believe so. I, I was thinking about that. I was, that thing you do, we watch together, and as much as we both love this movie, and I know we were both probably vocal about loving this movie when we were living together, I don't mm-hmm. ever remember us sitting down and watching this
1: movie. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But um, we referenced it a lot. Sure. I mean, how many times have we said, well, this is from two, but every party has a pooper. That's why we invited <laughs> George Fong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Any time a beak didn't want to hang out and he just wanted to stay in his room, we'd be like, "Every party has a pooper." That's why we invited you. <laughs> is that it, was that an original from there? Like that's not from anything, right? Like they didn't get that from anything, or is that a real? I don't think so. I think that's original. Yeah, that's so funny. So like it was, it was very, in my opinion, relatable from my own dad, who's like, who later in age he became much more loving and stuff like that. But growing up, like he was definitely like typical asian dad like like yeah. if i if i didn't make a 95 i got like spanked like <laughs> yeah. like you know like stern and my mom was the more like loving character and i think that's very similar to this movie
0: my my mom and her sister are extremely close and my aunt's kid she has two daughters they're one's 10 years older than me the other one's 4 or 5 years older than me and i have a younger sister so mm-hmm. the four of us kind of all grew up together there were three movies that I remember always watching together. Sure. So there was Pretty Woman. There was... Oh, yeah. God (laughs) bless. Which I shouldn't have been watching. A Chorus Line, which is like the musical, which is why I like musicals, and that is my favorite musical. Okay. And Father of the Bride. Okay. And being that there are two female cousins of mine that I love dearly, they're like big sisters to me, one of them was kind of getting towards that age where her and her soon to be husband were going to get married, seeing this movie so many times. And when they finally got married, every time they were talking about planning a wedding, you were talking about this movie. Sure. you sure. were quoting this sure, movie. Like, what sure. are y'all, what are, what, what are we going to have? The chipper chicken? or Like
1: How much is it ahead? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this movie just means that much to me because I grew up on this movie one of my favorite comedies of all time is three amigos. This has two out of the three amigos in it. So of course, as a child, I was drawn to three amigos and I was like, Oh, obviously Steve Martin, Martin shorter in it. So it has to be funny. It has to be good. It has to be something I can see. So let's watch it. Yeah. Um, But that's why I love this movie is it just, Mm -hmm. it it reminds me of, of growing up. It reminds me of watching movies with my family. Exactly. Or actually speaking of Steve Martin and the rest of the cast. This cast is legit top to bottom. Awesome. It's tight. Sometimes we'll talk about, did this have a breakout star? Did it have a, someone have a huge comeback ups and downs of people's careers. The one obviously that, that just had, this was her first movie was, was Annie. Yep.
1: Kimberly Kimberly
0: Williams at the time. Now she's Kimberly Williams Paisley. Paisley. Mm
1: -hmm. She's so good in this movie. She is. She is. And she has that look of that transition from like young woman to woman, right? Like right. right? Like you believe that she had just graduated college working on her masters and all of that. Where like I feel like a lot of the times they cast somebody that's much older. Right. And see they did that in the reverse. They actually casted someone who was younger.
0: So in yeah. So she was nineteen or twenty when they filmed this movie. Yeah. And and they make it a point to say, you know, Dad, I'm twenty-two which yeah. obviously she was younger than at that point, yeah. but it fits because a lot of times like you're right. like you, One movie I always come back to 21 jump street. Yes. Like Franco is not, he's yeah. not a teenager.
1: He's not a teenager. He's short, but that's it. Right. He's in his late twenties and it's yeah. like,
0: ah, I'm not going to buy that You're a teenager, dude. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But okay. And, <laughs> and, know. uh, is it, who's the girl in that Brie Larson? Yeah. Brie Larson. Catch like she right. does not look like she's in high yeah. school.
0: Nobody at looks all. like they're 17 in this movie. Exactly. But, exactly. Exactly. Kimberly Williams looked like she was the perfect age. And then you've got Steve Martin, who is just an all-timer. An yeah. all-timer in the world of comedy. Sure. He's a showman. He's like Robin Williams. Right. There's a part of me that will always look at Steve Martin, and I know I know him from The Jerk. The Jerk. From, yeah. a, you know, um, Three Amigos. Yeah. Uh, Leap of Faith which is one of the movies where he's actually a quote unquote bad guy in that movie. Mm. I'll always see him as George banks. Yes. And I also want to talk about the character and how I am. I am that character. I am. We'll get to that. Anyway,
1: you think you're George banks? Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Diane Keaton. Oh, glue as, as like glue of the family as most mothers are in families, right? Like, is is it me or does is she just glowing throughout this oh, yeah. movie? Oh yeah. She
0: is beautiful. Yeah. She is best like one of the best like movie moms, in-law moms that you could possibly ever ask for, like in real life. Like if you wanted if you wanted a movie to imitate your real life, it's like wow. Yeah. Diane Keaton's like pretty perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me. there's a moment when he's walking through the wedding and he sees Annie talking to her friends, and then he they they pan on mm-hmm. Diane Keaton talking to her friends she's laughing and you're just like wow this is like the most picturesque thing ever i couldn't tell you how many other quote-unquote
0: friends or women are in that shot with diane keaton i know what you're talking about but she is just levels above yeah she stands out right not not because of uh the way she looks but i just think the the aura she gives yep. off yep and <laughs> you have little kieran culkin i know i have a bone to pick with you and we'll get to that later yeah i
1: know I, but i mean I mean, but again, it goes back to what we said. This cast is tight. It is tight. There's not a lot of tertiary characters.
0: One of the things I love about movies like this is the tight. It, it, It's a play. When you're putting on a, a, a production, a, a stage production, there's a very tight knit group of just actors. And then you have a couple of ancillary characters,
1: right? Like the people dancing in the backgrounds and they play 30 different characters. They they don't, they don't matter as much as like these, the core group, the core six or seven
0: in this cast. Sure. Uh, Martin short who destroys it's a
1: masterpiece. Sure. Like I just want to know where did he get that accent? You want to know? No, okay, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. it. it.
0: This is all in-depth stuff. Yeah. So, real quick, out of this tight cast, think back to 1991, is there anyone that you would replace, or is there anyone that you think
1: could have done a better job? Not for what they needed to do. Like, you needed Brian McKenzie to Mm -hmm. be, like, handsome, slightly dopey, lovable immediately when you saw him. Like, you're just like, this dude is sitting on pins and needles he empathizes with the parents immediately like if i were in your shoes right and then george is just livid at this <laughs> like all he <laughs> wanted him to do was be like like um like james franco and why him or was right, that the, exactly yeah. like that's all george wanted and he gets this lovable dopey brilliant <laughs> like guy sitting across from him touching his daughter's knee like <laughs> I remember as a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, is this what you get to do when you're 22?" (laughs) Sweet,
0: the best. One of the best lines. He's like you, Dad. I know. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Deep cut on that one. And even before that, she's like, you know, like most guys are like macho, and he's nothing like that. He's like you. And that was the first cut. And then she added, "With, but he's brilliant."
0: (laughs) I can't think of anyone who I'd replace.
1: And I loved the Mackenzies. I the love, mom was okay, but I again, she's not a main character, right? The right, dad right. cooked exa- like just this emotional <laughs> ball of love. He's crying in the middle of the ceremony, like, you just there's no hating those people at but, all. They, they live in Bel Air, and you don't hate them, right? They're so nice, they're they, so nice.
0: Yeah, I love yeah. when they're driving, and he's like, they're gonna live in the lone shack of like, yeah. all these mansions, even and worse. It's the <laughs> biggest house, yeah. like. even worse. <laughs> And they're so nice and they're so upfront about, I changed my shirt. I don't know how many times. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, they're just like you, except they're open about it. They're nicer. They're not, you know. Yeah. They introduced them to the maid. I know. Sue's uh, uh, in-laws. Yes. Westeros in-laws. I love the fact that Brian's dad gives that speech starts to break, the the toast oh, speech yeah. breaks up, and it just stops, just yeah. stops talking.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, like, it's I perfect. found that so funny this oh, time no. around.
0: <laughs> I always like to kind of talk about the Oscars, awards, received no Oscar noms. Okay. Although, the 1950s one, Spencer mm-hmm. Tracy was nominated for Best Actor. Okay. We have to remember that in the 80s, in the 90s, especially for the Oscars, it was everything was very Oscar-baity. Sure. And so if you didn't do an Oscar-bait movie, you were not going to be nominated sure. for an Oscar. Sure, sure. One of the things that I am extremely shocked was not nominated
1: for an Oscar.
0: The score to this movie oh, yes.
1: is incredible. So the Houston Symphony does a thing where they'll play a movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the orchestra plays along with it. So the actual soundtrack is being played by the orchestra. So I've been to Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that'd be fun. Amazing. Jurassic Park. Incredible. Um, incredible. I've been to four out of the five Harry Potters that they've done. Okay. And this movie is up there. Oh, you with- saw this one? No, no, no. I'm saying oh, this okay. one would saying, be up there. Oh, my there. God. Yes. No, this one would be up there with the orchestral accompaniment of this movie. Absolutely. Jurassic Park, I would love to see in that format.
0: The other one that immediately came to mind was another Spiel- Spielberg movie, which is I would love to see E.T. 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 Like that. Hook? Hook would be great. Oh, my so gosh. Hook was in 91, too. So here, let me. Alvin Silvestri is the one who, creator composer. of the, the composer behind okay. this movie. Alan okay, Silvestri awesome. does all the the Avengers movies now. Okay. He's great. I mean, all-timer. Sure. Up there with John Williams, sure. Uh, Hans, Zimmer, Hans Zimmer, in my yeah. opinion. Who are the nominees for the films in 91 in best score? Bugsy, whatever. Okay. okay. Everyone loves Warren Beatty. I get it. It's sure. the Oscars.
1: Especially during that time, 90s. Right. The, the winner was Beauty and the Beast. I get yeah. it. Have the, you seen Howard? Howard the Duck? No, 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 no. Oh. On Disney Plus, there's a documentary called Howard. I haven't seen it's it. About him and uh Alan Mankin. Ooh. And they the run they had for Disney. They did they composed so Elton John obviously did a lot of Lion King, but all the other songs that wasn't like Can You Feel and all that stuff mm-hmm. was them. Okay. Aladdin oh. and Beauty and the Beast. I, I mean. And he was gay. And he died of AIDS mm. and he was basically on his deathbed as they were doing Beauty and the Beast. Really? It, it's a fantastic documentary. There's a scene that you get to see Angela Lansbury and oh, my God, what's his name? I can't the law and order guy who does um, the French candlestick. Oh, Jerry Orbach, Jerry Orbach. And they cook. They do Be Our Guest, and you get to see the actual recording of them recording Be Our Guest, and it is fantastic. But you should watch that documentary. It's amazing. I'll check it out.
0: I love stuff like that. Beauty and the Beast, it won. I get it. No doubt. Totally deserved it. No doubt. The Fisher King, okay, I get it. Good score.
1: The Fisher King?
0: That's the the Robin Williams movie.
1: I don't know that I know that movie. JFK?
0: Absolutely. That movie, that score is legit. Sure here's the one to kick out and put in this one. Sure. And hook, unfortunately, is not going to make the cut. That should, I mean, it
1: should because hook John Williams does an excellent job of that score. He says that's the best score he's ever done. Hook. Yeah. He says that that's like from his mouth. Go to
0: Spotify, check out hook. You are the pan. That shit gets you hyped. Flight to Neverland is my song. That was good. But you are the pan for me. Yeah. Is so good. And he's like, you, Oh, there you are, Peter.
1: <laughs> that is, if we ever, that's that's, that's a hook. Hooks whole, on the list. Hooks on the list for a conversation about year. that acting. uh oh, you the, are, Peter.
0: The one that needs to, get, <laughs> that was good, dude. Yeah. The one that needs to get out, Prince of Tides. Get out of here. That's a Nick Nolte movie. No, thank that's, you. But that's also a Beatty movie. It, it, no, it's a Beatty movie, but the score, I don't even remember it. Put no, this yeah. movie in there because but that's the wedding, wedding yeah. oh, it just, whoever created the Hallmark channel was like, you know what? They heard this and they were like, every movie i'm gonna make this i'm gonna make i'm gonna make a network sure where i want everyone to feel like they're hearing this for the first time sure uh this movie fits in a number of different categories it's it's classified as a comedy i would say it's a reverse coming of age like you said earlier uh it's definitely a wedding movie Mm -hmm. it's a great father daughter movie
1: it's in a family it's a a family family movie yeah
0: This is a movie that at any age, any kid can sit down and watch this movie. Sure. And this is one of those that you will also, you could be 75 years old, 80 years old and just. Oh, you might feel it even more. Right. I do it every time. I'm going to ask you. Dad, who are you in
1: this movie? So I am Papa McKenzie. (laughs) I I feel like I'm Papa McKenzie. (gasps) Fuck. I fucked
0: this up again.
1: Did you? oh you're gonna supposed ask to, i'm supposed yeah. to say it's okay I we'll, think we'll go are. with this We'll we'll go no, with no, this. no no
0: no because because i'm i'm gonna applaud you because sure. there's two people i would see dow as okay papa mckenzie was number two okay number one can you guess which one i was thinking no really no you don't see the similarities no God damn it! I was trying to bait you into saying what Howard and be like no because you're, you're no. <laughs> you because you are Asian. I was going to bait you. You did Spoiler alert! Amazing guys.
1: <laughs>
0: I, you remind me of Nina, just mm, duck on a pond, gotcha. calm, cool.
1: Okay. I, it's all that. Oh, and maybe it's a gender bias thing, but it's all I'm always the girl, and I just never see it. But whenever you say it, it's like yes, absolutely. I'm Nina Banks. You are in the
0: time we've known each other. We we've we've both gone through some personal stuff, me more so than you in lots of different ways. And I always feel like I come to you complaining and crying and upset. <laughs> and you're the one that's like, Hey, Hey, level headed. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Like, like the, the snap you out, the, sure.
1: the Big repeat,
0: hit. repeat after me.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> repeat after me. I'm not going to go to jail. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Uh, but I also could see you as Papa McKenzie. Papa McKenzie kind of looks it. Yes. And if you just see a picture of him.
1: Yep. You would in his think house.
0: in his house, you would think that guy, that guy might be kind of serious, but he's the one that's crying at the wedding. Yeah, he's yeah. the one that gives like, he's a like, Hey man, speech.
1: they're, they're, they're over 21. Nothing what, we can do. Let's just support do? them. Yeah, yeah. What are we going to do? Exactly. <laughs> George, listen yeah. to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was so, he was like, Oh yes. An ally in arms. And then he's like, et tu, et tu Brute? i too i was shocked <laughs> i was sh- me too <laughs> but but they're both 21 they're over 21 what are you gonna do you he's like fuck you we can do a lot of things and he tries who am i in this movie now after you said george banks i got you i feel it you're slightly neurotic slightly yeah oh, i mean God. okay i mean look i again i'm nina like, uh, George has his quirks, you know. Like <laughs> He's a freaking
0: nutball. <laughs> he is. He's a fucking nut. I'm a nut. I mean, yeah. I used to always think that, oh, I, I can roll with change. I love change. Change, you're a terrible I, change. I do not like change. Yeah, you're terrible change. It's taken me 15 years to realize that I do not like change.
1: And every change you analyze like it's the end of the freaking world, dude. I have been and I've always been this way. I am
0: extremely sentimental yes and one of the things is george is very sentimental i mean even even when annie's packing up all her her stuff if if you were to go to my parents house and go into my room it's unchanged since i was 17 and moved out all my shit's still there and when i go back and i visit i remember oh this little thing or i oh this little thing i look at all the different things because I don't throw away anything when it comes to that, and it pisses off Amanda because I, I even do that as an adult now to a sure. certain point, but I don't like change. I th- That's my stuff. It, you it could, Everything has
1: a memory to it. One scene that was very indicative of that was the first time they sat around the dinner table, and he's like, okay, business as usual. Right. Who's going to the Lakers game? Who's going to Paul Simon? What do you mean you don't want to go to Paul Simon? We went to Paul Simon a year ago, right. and you loved it. Everything's the same. That's me. I'm sure
0: Prior to this movie, George was not extremely happy about or not not keen on the idea of his little girl going studying hell abroad. Hell no. But she's not even there 10 minutes. They're sitting down eating dinner and he's already, hey, let's go back yeah. to the way things were. Yeah. I, let Simon, this thing I let this thing happen. Right. Now we're going back to normal life. Thank God. Skipping way ahead to the very end of the movie, mm. I would be like George and mm. sulk and say, oh, it's Okay. You know, I didn't get to see just be so gut wrenched. And then when that phone call comes, that's all he needs. Yeah. And everything is fine.
1: And that's all I would need. The best part is the smile on Nina's face. Yes. When she knows, because of course she always knows exactly what's going on. And she is like, my house is at peace now. Hold the thought
0: on Nina. Okay. Let's jump into the movie. Okay. You uh, you wrote an extremely
1: awesome summary. You do the honors. Okay. So George Banks is anticipating the return of his newly graduated daughter, only to find out that unlike the Supremes had said, you can hurry, love. <laughs> he then spends the entire movie trying to catch up to the unstoppable torrent of wedding plans that are the brainchild of his newly found arch nemesis, Franck. Frank's only goal is to bankrupt the hardworking Banks family by suggesting amazing wedding touches such as a $1,200 cake and delicious seafood. George's effort is at best a piss poor college try and at worst downright sabotage. In the end, he realizes that his daughter's happiness outweighs his own neuroses. He decides to go with the flow and gives his daughter the wedding of her dreams in which he ends reminiscing about his life, the life he's had and dancing with his wife. And that is, is Father of the Bride. Okay, so we'll go,
0: we'll pick a scene from the beginning, middle, end, to kind of talk about, maybe a couple, because this one, it's just sure. two of us, we, we have a little bit more sure. time, we mess around with it. Opening monologue. I like how George breaks the fourth wall, and and I, I don't know how you feel about narration in a movie, there's a lot of people out there that don't like narration in a movie. I think that that is important in this
1: movie. Yeah. I appreciate the narration. You can't convey that level of emotion. now With just actions. Like, one of my favorite shows has narration, Scrubs. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Like, Zach, Zach Braff talking over, like, the events of the episode, I think is fantastic.
0: That opening monologue just kind of sets the tone... And I love how it goes into this is the town. This is my house. I love yeah. my house. I love my town. I never yeah. want to move. I, yeah. Like you just are introduced to a man who is just stuck in his ways.
1: And I mean, it makes sense. His ways, like his life is awesome. It really why is. Wouldn't he, why wouldn't he want it to stay the same?
0: And then it goes into the dinner scene, which I believe is your your favorite one.
1: Yeah, yeah. And again, I think we talked about it. It just sets up his like him not being able to accept change. And changes are a coming like the whole scene where he just sees his daughter and it's the little girl from Beethoven. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I met a man in Rome and he's brilliant and I love him and we're getting married <laughs> yeah, no, and we're getting married. It's <laughs> he's so like,
0: cute. Yeah. But think about he's, it. That's you're going to do that when you're a kiddo in a couple of years or in 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 10, 15 years, you're going to just think he's just still the baby and he's still yeah. just, you know, I do that now. We look I mean, at pictures and we're like, oh my God, what
1: happened? How did this if, happen? If your kid went away for a summer and came back and said, I'm getting married to some guy you've never even heard of, I'd be like, absolutely not. Exactly. This is ridiculous. That's okay.
0: So that bring, brings it back to Nina. I don't sure. blame George for reacting the way he did, which begs the question, the unanswerable question I want to know. Do you think Nina knew? Wait, you no, knew what, knew what, knew what? N- knew, knew that, because right when he walks through the door, uh, he goes, where's she at? Or he, not where's she at, like <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. Uh, Where, where's Annie? And, oh, she's upstairs or something like that. And, and, and Nina says something like, she's different. There's something yeah. different about her. Sure.
1: The whole like, oh, is that a new perfume? She's like, yeah, it's a gift. And you could, t- you could, right. I could feel like you knew Nina's, Nina's wheels were spinning a little bit. Like a gift. Right. She was in Rome by herself. Who's getting her perfume and why is she so in love with this perfume? And she's like, yeah. Okay. But when I ask, or when I say, did she know
0: the mom intuition, I believe she knew, but do you think that Annie mentioned it to her prior? No, No. you don't think so. And,
1: and And I'll say this even more. I say that I would say absolutely not, but you have to take Nina's stance because she had it right. Go out there and talk to her. Otherwise, she's going to run away with this guy and we're never going to see them again. You knew inside she was panicking a little bit, which is why when she met Brian, I think she had such a reaction of happiness because I feel like she's also a great judge of character. And when she saw him, the relief she probably felt was palpable. I would feel like George, but I would absolutely act like Nina because she's 100% right. When you tell a kid. No, especially about matters of the heart like you are asking for trouble I watched I've, I actually bought this movie and father the bride too recently off of iTunes because mm-hmm. it was on sale and I was drunk watching it and I immediately text him and I'm like Tim I'm watching father the bride and you are 100% George Banks <laughs> and you and I know exactly yes. what that means yeah yes. I cannot wait for that moment. If if Ella ever came back and was like, I went to Rome for the summer and I met a man and I'm getting, he'd be like over my goddamn body. Somebody call the police. I'm about to commit a murder. (laughs) Premeditated. I don't, I don't know Nikki that well, but I could see Nikki being Nina and being like, Nikki is a third grade teacher and handles Timmy very well.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's great! Does so my scene come next, or your scene comes next? Uh Little scene. I think your scene does. So the reason why this scene is so awesome—meeting of the in-laws, Diane Keaton and Steve Martin—just kind of cooking along the way as they're driving, just going back and forth. It's just non-stop dialogue. It's so funny. Yeah, the lone shack in the middle of all these mansions. Yeah. Even worse, it's the biggest one. Yeah, of it's the biggest house on the. <laughs> Nice shack, babe. <laughs> yeah, nice shack. <laughs> Talking about changing shirts, they get there, they hug, the whole yeah. deal. So they finally, you know, introduce, they sit down, they pour the champagne. I laughed out loud when he's about to do the toast, but he takes the sip first and then spits yeah, yeah. it back out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, then, and then Nina just looks at him like, okay, yeah. I, I want to say that I, I bet you that was not in the script. I think that was just Steve Martin doing his deal. Because if you look at if you look at Diane Keaton's reaction, it doesn't seem it seems very authentic in in the way like, oh, my God, I know you were going to do that. That reminded me of our senior year of college, one of uh, a, a friend of ours, Jessica. Do you remember this? Her parents took us out to eat. I don't remember, but go ahead. Oh, my God. Okay, this is one of the absolute funniest stories, and it's probably not funny telling it, but it's funny to me. So it was Jessica, her parents, me, you, and a beak. For some reason it was the three of us. Oh, her that's parents, right.
1: and- I know exactly what you're
0: gonna <laughs> say. Took <us> to dinner <laughs> yeah. and we order and we're yeah. all about to sit down and start eating. <laughs> the three of us start yeah. eating, and yeah. then they start, they they say grace. And that's we right. just like we drop our forks and knives <laughs> yeah. and, and like we all like, a gulp sound to swallow yeah. or <laughs>
1: And the three of us look at each other like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, we should. Am I, have known am I going to now? hell now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's, I remember that now. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I remember thinking in that moment, this is just like in Father the Bride, when he spits out the champagne. Oh, that's and so that's then...
1: <laughs> funny. That's so funny. But but obviously the best scene in the middle of the movie is yours. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the moment when Front comes on screen. And I'll tell you this. As a kid, I had no idea what he was saying. Now as an adult, I know what he's saying because I kind of know what he's talking about. But the first time he tar- starts talking, I am me and George are on the same wavelength. When he's like, excuse me, and he's like, January <laughs> 6th. Hello. Oh, that's five months. Five, five months. Not much My- time. <laughs> but that doesn't bother me.
0: The way he just changes
1: the like suggest instead of suggest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A cack. Yeah, <laughs> the cock. The, it's the very cock. fashionable, <laughs> and this
0: <laughs> is fabulous. <It's> fabulous. <laughs> Howard. So. Let's return. Call, like, just, oh, yeah. so. Frank and, and Howard are based off of a real life wedding coordinator that does he's that that coordinates events like the Oscars, the Grammys, the Tonys, oh. all the all the whatever, and uh, he did. I think Drew Barrymore and Tom Green's uh, wedding. Oh my God, who remembers that?
1: Brad, uh, right? You got to be old to remember that. Tom Green and Drew Barrymore. Tom Green was a thing for a minute there. Do you remember that? He was the Dane Cook of his era. (laughs) Okay, and
0: for those of you who don't know, Dane Cook was then after Tom Green. (laughs) Who can we compare? I don't even know who you compare him to now. I I don't either. Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing
0: that there's a dude out there. At the time, Steve Martin is just on a different level than Martin He was Short. selling out arenas before arenas were a thing. Right. You have to respect when an actor kind of steps aside and is like, hey,
1: hey, hey, there's something here. You can't, it's tough for someone like that to play the straight man. Right. Because Steve Martin, like in The Jerk, like he is a, the silly yes. comedic relief. And he just allows Martin Short to just, Hook, yeah, dude. Like, oh my god. You,
0: you, I, I, I know, I know that I'm the head chef, but you're on fire. So, yeah, you you're just...
1: the chef de cuisine. You're the one in charge of the actual restaurant. I just made the 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 menu, the menu, <laughs> the menu, the menu, the menu. Remind me, remind me, remind me, <laughs> remind me, because you know that happened like four times. Where he's like, "What did he say?" It's like, "It's menu, Dad. It's menu." He's like, "Wait, I've heard this before. What is this again?" Oh, the menu, menu.
0: Of the scene towards the third act, kind of the end. What's your favorite one? So
1: I did the transition from the chipper chicken to the grocery store. When he starts to just absolutely lose it. Because, like, you just feel the snowball rolling down the hill. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom of that hill are 12 hot dog buns and eight hot dogs. And it's just too much. He's done. He's tried his best and granted his best really sucks
0: but that's it. He's done. The scene starting from when he's trying on the tuxedo to where he's in jail getting out. Sure. If you're Nancy Myers, you you're thinking, okay, this is the movie here. This is the most physical comedy that's going to be presented in the movie. This is going to be the moment in which he realizes, Hey, I need to stop making this about me and realizing that. And that of course, who aside from him realizing it, The person who makes him admit that out loud, Nina, like the culmination of all that together, who can pull this off? It has to be Steve Martin.
1: Best part is when he's like, how can you be so calm? And she's like, no, no, no. I am not calm. I am not okay." Did you think that I thought that I was going to the police station? to bail you out for stealing hot dogs it's like i wasn't stealing hot dogs. she's <laughs> <laughs> like i don't yeah, want to hear yeah. i don't want yeah, yeah, yeah. to hear banks it's like oh yeah, shit exactly exactly that's such a mom thing where she where you know like okay the, talk less like my kids say that all the time they're like say less like at that moment he just needed to be like okay just let her say what she needs to because she's of course she's right when nina
0: goes I will stop unbuttoning, tells him to stop unbuttoning his top collar and stop rolling my eyes. And he's like, I don't roll. And she's like, no, I don't
1: unbutton my top collar.
0: I don't mean that one, that one. Yeah. The one right there that's unbuttoned. Okay, cool. The, the rolling of the eyes. I'm like, Oh my God, I do that. And I, and the way she explains it, she's like, it rips her heart out every single time that you do that. And I, I'm just as guilty of it. As serious as that is, they end it with a comedic with, with a joke. When oh my god, that's so funny! <laughs> I, will I will stop, stop t- telling, telling people, people how much
1: this wedding costs. I don't tell people yeah. <laughs> in the ahem, ahem, ahem. he told you right? Yeah, two fifty a head. Oh well, thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the gel scene is great. the 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 chip the we in my family we to this day still say chipper chicken. Oh, I will sure. tell my mom. Like, are we? What are we doing for dinner? She's like, we're having. Instead of saying like we're gonna have chicken, she's like, well, we have chipper chicken. That's awesome. Um, the introduction to Honk,
1: mm. Hank, Honk. Yeah, Honk. We don't want to lose him. He's a genius, and we need his mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need, okay. Honk, oh, shaping the haven or whatever. He's... he's like hitting himself with the with the gloves. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh my God. Honk is so pissed. How woke though, the veal. Oh, I have a problem with that. I read that too. Yeah, it's funny. It was funny once, actually. When uh, Kurt and I first met, we were talking about like foods that we love. And I'm like, I love veal. And he's like, Oh, you like eating dead baby cows? And I'm like, Yes, they're delicious.
0: (laughs) Veal's very good. It is. It is good. It is fantastic. One of those things that. It sucks, but it's delicious. I love the back and forth too with Steve Martin and B.D. Wong he's like what if people want to sit down we bring in chairs
1: yeah he's well, like, why well, would if you <laughs> you're chairs why are we taking out couches if you're just gonna bring in chairs and in reality that makes perfect sense because a couch fits six people right chairs fit hundreds of people like <laughs> but he's just so like just trying to poke holes in this like, and then literally a hole gets poked in his roof, falls on his crappy suit. And he's just so mad. You gotta push before you pull. And yeah, 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 And then <laughs> and then it rips. Oh my god! All that oh. ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he like he like looks over and he's like maybe this is salvageable, and he's like never mind, <laughs> never mind. Uh,
0: my favorite, the snowing sure. basketball.
1: It's a little. It's very, you could say very. It's more than a little. Little what? Very what? Cheesy. Yes. Yes. Ah, you read my mind. It is more than a little. I would say it's very, but again, it humanizes him. It just reinforces how much he loves his daughter because she's like, when it's snowing, oh no, this is going to cost you more money because his face changes. And he's like, no, I just want to remember this memory forever. Yep. Okay, I got. I, I
0: got to read it. I have to read because it, it's. It's um, yeah, it's good. Fuck. I didn't do it justice. Oh, you're good. What? What's that face? And she go and he goes, it's nothing. Oh, this is going to cost you more money. And right, the scene is cheesy, but the acting, the the sure. score underneath it, and the dialogue is not cheesy. It's like the trifecta. He goes, no, it's just. I know I'll remember this moment for the rest of my life. Yep.
1: Oh. there are times where my kid is like upset and he's in his bouncer and you go and pick him up and then immediately he smiles and I'm like, you charlatan, (laughs) but you can't help but look at that stupid smile and just be like, yeah, okay, I'll pick you up every single time. You're perfect. Yeah, you are perfect. You want to deep dive a little bit more? Sure. Let's do it. For me, some of the deep, like the things that like I thought were important themes Or, like, balances in relationships, right? Like, you can never marry yourself. Because two of anybody in one relationship is too many. you got to have that balance of level-headedness. And you also need the, like, kind of impetuousness. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes life interesting. If you have two impetuous people, like, life is chaotic. But if you have two level-headed people, there's, you know, there's no fun to be had, right? So, I thought that was a really interesting idea in the movie of, like you need balance in relationships. I agree. Antonio
0: who's un, who's not with us tonight, but he did chime in speaking about balance in your relationships. You know who he would think would be the best person to have as a
1: partner? Who would that be? Thanos. <laughs> cuz he's all about balance. Yeah. But would his balance really work cuz then only one of the one of the two would would be alive. Right? Howard and Frank, another great example of balance in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Frank is just off the wall, and you can tell Howard is just like, okay, let's keep this in between the navigational beacons. So the other thing that I thought about that was really interesting is, like, George has such, like, an old-school mentality. It remi- again, it reminded me of immigrant parents. Like, s- like, he says at the beginning, I'm a very, like, safe dad. Like, I'm all about calling when you get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, all this stuff. And to me, that just reminded me of Immigrant Parents. And have you heard the news that they're remaking this movie? Really? Do you know who's going to play the dad? No, I had not heard this. It is the villain of Ocean's Eleven.
0: (gasps) Andy Garcia.
1: Exactly. What? So, to me, Hispanic? Yeah. What? They've already cast the daughter. I don't know who it is. Um, They gave a name. I don't know who it is. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> She's
0: not even speaking. Yeah, mira uh, Zendaya. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zendaya. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Damn. they're remaking it with Andy Garcia. Damn. But I thought, like in my mind, all I could see was a reflection of my own parents. I'm excited. Marriage at 22. So that yeah, that's the other thing is like, so if she was 22. And they, got, they had her at 22, so this is 91, so like 70s, right? You would assume yeah. that they got married. So 22, getting married at 22, not that uncommon. Maybe in 91, still not that uncommon. Now, definitely lesser so, right? right. Like getting married that young. I thought that was a really interesting thing. And again, I think it goes back to the thing of like, if our own child at the age of 22, up and coming, and again, taking from my own life, my sister got married that young and my parents were pissed. Oh, I bet Elwin was still in school. My sister was still in school. Like, how are you going to do this? Mm-hmm. And that, like mm. at twenty two, what are you going to say? At least Brian McKenzie had a good job—an <laughs> independent communications yeah, exactly. consultant. Yeah, all that stuff. Which oh, yeah.
0: ahead of its time, because that dude, that dude was making bank then. Can you imagine what he's making now? Exactly. <laughs> Who knows the dot five system? <laughs> Who knows what dot they're on right now? <laughs> that dude probably was the one that created Bitcoin. Yep. He's Elon Musk. Basically. Yeah. The way they make him sound. Sure. But I love how matter-of-fact he is. He's like, so I set him up. Yeah. And they're all
1: like, what the fuck did he just say? You can see you can see Nina, like, when he's talking about this, she's like, I don't know what he's talking about. Like, her face does- is just like, yeah, like, yeah, okay, that sounds good, <laughs> okay. Yeah. The boomer mentality. You felt that very much with George, like... He bought his first car for less than $1,200. He probably bought that house for like $100,000, and now it's worth like who knows how much. Like like in the second movie, he's like, this is the Leave it to Beaver house. Everybody wants this house. Like, right. you know? <laughs> like, exactly. Like, so I, I – like you very much felt that. And he just couldn't understand why all this stuff just costs so much money. And then Frank puts it exactly perfectly. Welcome to the 90s, Mr. Pugs.
0: He was the boomer before boomers were boomers. I mm-hmm. mean, he technically is a boomer, but he yeah, yeah. was... But he before was it was the, a
1: popularized term.
0: Right. He is the absolute quintessential definition of what a boomer is. Yeah, yeah. Antonio wanted us to remind everybody that LeBron is the goat and MJ is overrated. Yeah, okay. That's boomer mentality. Oh, uh, okay. Actually, no, that's anti-boomer mentality. Yeah, exactly. Should we get in some awards? Let's do it. We'll run through these kind of quick. Sure.
1: The... Toby Brewster, Jordana Maguire award. Don't even start. I know. We? Don't. Even I mean, start. I understand again and again, I'll say this again. This goes back to how tight this cast is. But like, if I had to just pick somebody, it's tough for a child actor to keep up with this. Kieran Culkin did a decent, I mean, I'm not exactly. saying decent. I'm sorry. he did a great job, but if
0: you had to nitpick somewhere, sure. what I am glad about is that they didn't use his brother. Oh yeah. The that, little, little one. No, not Rory. Um, uh, oh, Macaulay? Yeah, I'm glad that. I mean, this uh, okay. was at the height of McCully. Culkin's. Oh, he wouldn't deal. have been right. He was too old. Yes and no. How old do you think he was in this? I mean, how old do you think the character of Maddie's supposed to be? He's like supposed to be seven. Right? Okay. Six so or she's seven, 22. Yeah. So there's like a 14, 15 year Yeah, it was 14, ob- yeah, yeah, obviously a big age gap. Big, yeah. Yeah, he might have been too old to do it, but I'm just glad they didn't go that route. Mm-hmm. And out
1: of all the Culkins, he's my favorite. And I think the other thing is they knew that he wasn't going to have a huge part. You can't cast Macaulay Culkin and give him like almost no lines. I loved him in the second one though. Yes. in the second one, he's good. And, and in the, uh, the third one, no, the third one. Did you like it? All those things are just so tough for me to like. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. It's it. And again, it might be a thing where like, I understand that they were doing it for charity and all that, but like, The stories in the first two movies are just so good, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just so tough to act. Like, even doing a podcast like this over Zoom is not the easiest thing. Like, it'd be so much better if we were in person. Right. So to do that level, and, like, in a lot of ways, to me, the second one's better. It's not better, but in some ways, it's better. This is one of those movies where I
0: think that the success of this and how much everyone... Love the characters. They're like, mm-hmm. "Hey, we we've got to have a sequel," and I don't think this is one of those movies where the sequel is better than the original. But I think yeah. it's one of those that it doesn't ruin the franchise. It's not a detriment. Yeah, it's not right. a detriment. It's yeah.
1: not like, oh god, like they made a second one. Why did they do that? Yeah, you know, like Deadpool or whatever. I'm just kidding. And um, yeah, but in the second one, when Karen's like, "Uh, you should talk to mom about this," he's like, Kalem. <laughs>
0: Shout out Johnny Rose. Yeah, like two oh. different characters. Yes, but weddings.
1: Annie's in the weddings. Exactly, he's a wedding singer. That's so uh love. <laughs> Whoa, Brian's love is flying away, and he does a little dove with his hands. Something Annie,
0: something to do. Yeah, like birds of a feather.
1: <laughs> like birds of a feather.
0: <laughs> Mine, I'm I'm gonna be super nitpicky and just pick somebody, and I'm gonna use mm-hmm. Brian's mom. She's too tertiary for me to, to 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 nitpick her. I don't I don't like the way she said seventh. <laughs> Oh, yeah.
1: Real nitpick. Yeah. But that was her only line. That was her only good line in the whole movie. That's all she had, man. And she did it as well as she could have. Yeah.
0: The Um. Alonzo Harris Award for the best
1: scene. I picked the snow snow basketball game. And you picked the supermarket meltdown. So we picked the same scenes, just switched (laughs) the category that we said them in.
0: His entire breakdown really is just would be great to see on stage because that is just the culmination of what – what theater really is on sure. a you know on this on the
1: screen when but- he pulls out the four dogs and twists the bag back up, he's like I'm not going to be an asshole about this. I'm going to take these four buns out, but I'm going to twist it because I'm not a caveman. Like I'm not a barbarian. A bun. Yeah, exactly. Because George, George Banks, Banks is saying <laughs> no. Who's George Banks? And then he gives him the the jerk look. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: He's like me. <laughs> But he gives them the, the the Steve yeah, exactly. fucking sure. you yeah sure <laughs> some big shot over at the bun company got together with some big shot over at the wiener company
1: yeah and you know nowadays like that's just customer service like that's a daily occurrence for these people I guarantee you after this movie
0: so many people were in supermarkets looking at hot dog buns and hot dog wieners
1: never seen a pack of twelve never you never seen have
0: nope Nathan's hot dogs used to come in packs of
1: twelve oh really or hill country fair like vice versa i remember the ac law the fourth award so i went with i think your definition on this and i felt kind of bad because kimberly williams has definitely had a career after father of the bride it's been in tv shows right according right? to jim and nashville but you thought that she was going to be in movies right which is a tier above television right. always oh absolutely. And it she, her career went the opposite way, which doesn't mean she didn't have a great career. You just didn't think that was the trajectory her career was going to take.
0: I don't know what happened. And here's the thing. She is great in the first one. She's great in the second. The Hallmark Channel exists because of her and... Um, Oh my God, what's Brian McKenzie's act the actor who plays oh, Brian no McKenzie? Idea. Him and her did a couple of movies together on Hallmark Channel. They've uh, or they've uh, done some commercials, I believe, okay. as well. Sure. And they've gone on to have great, like they they have working careers. Sure. Brian McKenzie, the actor who plays him, did oh, he was a spoiler alert, he was a killer on one of the CSI on the main CSI show. Okay. He was a a serial rapist killer. And I'm like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, no, he's the framed one. They're framing him. Brian McKenzie wouldn't do this. Never. And he's the bad guy. And you're like, no, Brian McKenzie, no. No.
1: George was right about you. Yeah. The scene where he like he they announced that in the second one. Sorry, we'll talk about the second one. too. But when he's like, we're pregnant. And then he does the scene where he's in like the smoking jacket, like with the mustache. Right. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. my little girl was playing house <laughs> and you had the nerve to <laughs> and then it cuts away. The Mark Wahlberg award for the best acting performance. I mean, exactly. And I, I think we both struggled with this, right? Because it is Steve Martin. But how can you not say from? I a thousand percent
0: agree. He's in every scene in this movie. This movie is called Father of the Bride. He is the movie. This
1: is a Steve Martin movie. All rising tides raises all boats. Right. And okay. that's what he does in Nicely this movie. Nicely done. Yeah, that's what he does in this movie. He elevates everybody else and plays off of them extremely well. There's a moment that I remember with Maddie here in Culkin where he's like, have I been neglectful neglectful towards you? And he's Mm -hmm. like, it's okay. And he lets Kieran cook a little bit right Mm -hmm. there. You know what I mean? He's like, it's okay. Yeah. I know you still love me. Yeah, you have, but you know, it's okay. Like, yeah. Steve Martin was my pick, but I wanted to make a
0: case for Martin short and I wanted to make a case for Dan Keaton. Sure. I know that Martin short created a character and executed that character To literal perfection. Mm -hmm. I think the most underwritten character in this movie is probably Nina's character. But Diane Keaton, being the extremely talented actress that she is, actually brings that part levels above where it was written. She is the glue of this movie.
1: She's the glue of the family, therefore she's glue of the movie. Like all her little mannerisms, she allows George Banks to do his little thing. One of your favorite quotes, we'll jump to, to favorite quotes
0: it's such a Steve Martin line. Don't forget to fasten your condoms.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Her reaction is like, oh my God, did you just yeah. say that? Yeah. yeah.
0: Seatbelts. I meant
1: seat. Belts. I meant seatbelts. Yeah. Another good quote I liked was when he's like, are my glands swollen? And as a good, like as a good partner, she feels his glands. Right. And she's like, no, they're fine. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? She indulges them enough, but it was also like, okay, just relax, dude. Like,
0: I've said all my quotes throughout throughout the movie. The the wedding monologue, the the snowing, him talking to Annie, and then the welcome welcome to the 90s. Yeah. I'd
1: like the chipper chicken. I understood the chipper part. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. One one line I did like that we haven't talked about is when they when he meets Frank and they they kind of have a moment, the three of them, and he's like. This and he's thinking, this. head's like, This guy's gonna coordinate our wedding with what subtitles? Because <laughs> oh, everybody understands them but George. <laughs> you did a good impression earlier. He's a genius,
0: yeah. he's a genius, <laughs> and we need <laughs> his man. He like touches his temple, like he's like, and we need his. The oh the, uh, the play back and forth when he's like, "Uh oh, I bring the wrong color thread. I should That's be wearing right. a black tuxedo." That
1: oh my god, it that is a black tuxedo. Oh so And the best part was when it comes back and they're getting the cops are there and he's like, "You in the blue tuxedo?" <laughs> and then and then Funk does the he is, yeah, he is, is wearing a, it is a, it's a blue tuxedo, dude. I get it. he's like, "Armani doesn't make a blue tuxedo. They also don't make polyester." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, well, that's cool, man.
0: I'm sure to anyone who's listening out there, we've probably just like, okay, y'all just basically decided yeah. the entire movie and it's that good. And it's that happy. I dare anyone out there who's listening to this to ever watch that movie and not be in a good mood. Once it ends, mm-hmm. it's perfect. I, it's a incredible movie, which brings us to our, our ratings. Sure. Mr. I don't give unsolicited advice. What would you rate this movie? This is
1: a four for me. <laughs> this is a four for me. <laughs> if, if, honestly like i've talked about this movie to people before dude father the bride is so good it's so good that i bought it amy had never seen it and i was like well we have to fix that right away and she watched both of them she did this with naked gun too she had never seen the naked gun (laughs) so i guess that's a four for me too if we ever do naked gun (laughs) but i'm like well we have to watch this movie there are very few movies where i'm like okay we have to watch Mm -hmm. this movie and like Amy by the end was crying and I'm just like dude this is a fantastic movie it's a 4 for me it's a 4
0: it's an absolute 4 for me as
1: well i i am literally legitimately in love with this movie sure and again it's a thing where like watching it in clips is great but when you watch it in its entirety and especially i think at the age that we are it just has such a different it hits in such different spots it's like true. when we watched it it was a really good movie great movie and now it's just like a timeless classic and you know
0: there's so many movies out there that
1: don't age with you yes and
0: this movie ages with you sure I I love the Goonies the Goonies is one of those movies that I just feel like everybody should always watch the Goonies but that movie because they're kids it hits you because you remember what it's like to be a kid in that whole it
1: doesn't that movie doesn't age with you yeah this movie ages with you My favorite movie of all time is The Sandlot, but Mm. it does not age with you. Right. It takes me back to me and my friends playing baseball, basketball in our yards. And and I was the kid who literally never picked up a sport until I moved to that neighborhood. And by the end of that, like I was like on the basketball team, Mm -hmm. like and it was all thanks to like those guys and us just playing sports all the time. And that's why I love that movie, because it is my childhood. It takes me back. But watching it now, that's all it reminds me of is my childhood. Right. Whereas this movie now, you move like maybe the first time you watched it, like you thought the like slapstick comedy stuff was really funny, you know, and then as you got older, you kind of understood like Annie. And now you're like, OK, now I'm a George. Now, I'm right. a, you know, like I'm a I'm a McKenzie. I'm the McKenzie's dad. I'm Brian McKenzie's dad. Like, you know what I mean? if I had a recommendation, it would be to check out. For you, you should watch. Something's got to give. Okay. So if I was if I was going to give a recommendation, I would say, guess who? Oh yeah, guess who? Guess who? That's another good one. R.I.P. Bernie Mac. This was a good Ashton Kutcher performance too. Oh yeah, I mean everybody. Zoe Saldana, the mom. God, Zoe Saldana. Fantastic. Oh yeah, I know. But dude, the mom in that, like she held, like she was like she held it down. The scene with the sisters and the mom. Oh yes. Oh, when she's like, she's like, "Oh, look who it is, Percy, Percy." I don't remember. Percy. Oh, Percy, Jones. Don't remember. Percy, jo- Percy Jones. Percy Jones. Percy Jones. Make him feel the pain.
0: <laughs> we. This is our thing. We we yeah. always do FMK. Yeah. We'll play a little FMK. And the reason I'm hesitant to do it is because this one really is tough. So okay. Da, i'll ask you sure
1: george frank howard wants you got fuck one marry one kill one go so i'm gonna be super consistent with my answers for me you marry howard mm-hmm. level-headed I, that's my thing man i don't need like any of that extra stuff and i tell you this i think you funk you fuck frank it'd be fun it'd be fun and then as sad as it is you kill george he would he would see it coming. He'd understand. That's it. true. He'd be like, okay, yeah, that's me. Like if, if you asked him those three, I think he might pick those three. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I think I identify with
0: George, I would uh, completely agree. Yeah. Could you imagine the noises and the,
1: the things that Frank would say? Oh my god, exactly. <laughs>
0: <sighs> he's like,
1: he's like. Whoa, what what would you suggest I do? <laughs> <laughs> where is. are those cares
0: <laughs> i don't really have much man that's all I got yeah this, man this has good. been this has been fun
1: yeah i appreciate yeah. you dude yeah this was this was always a ton of
0: fun man this was it's a little love fest talking about it's so funny two dudes talking about
1: like uh <laughs> a nancy myers movie